I'm in normal mode, feeling very normal. Except that I'm not in something normal. I'm in the Alfa Romeo Tonale. Tonale. Which is not normal. It is the Veloce trim. There's three trim levels of the yes. Tonale. Mm. The Sprint, the TI, and this is the Veloce with everything. Starts at just about uh, $50,000. But this one is not $50,000. <laughs> no, it's because not. Because it has the Premier package. And it has the moonroof and the 20-inch wheels. And Verde Fangio paint for $2,000. Was Fangio green? It's Fangio green. It's green was, Fangio. Was, was, he, was he green? I don't know. Anyway, it's, a, was... it's actually a gorgeous color. I'm not a green car fan, but this is a fantastic looking color well, on this, this is, car. This is a green car. It's, it's a plug-in hybrid. It's a green... Oh, I see where you, you went. You get it, right? uh, It's both it's green and green. Funny. They only make this in plug-in hybrid. It has different trims. <laughs> Unless you this buy a Dodge. One... Anyway. Well, okay, easy. But <laughs> this this one is the all-in, so it's nearly $60,000. Yeah. $58,990 is a lot of money for this. Because I have to say, when I first started driving it, I thought this feels like mid forties. That's what yeah. it feels like yeah. in quality. And then I saw the price and went gulp. Okay, it's sixty sure. grand. Now, of course, that does mean because everything is in this. But what I do like about it is it's an alt. That's actually one of my favorite things about it because this we, we've complained about this market segment as being the most competitive market segment. Everybody has way too many vehicles in the five-seat Alpha just small CUV. There's ours. Because they need to compete. They're part of Stellantis. Yeah. Dodge now has the Hornet. So this is the Hornet in an Italian suit, essentially. Yes. But it yes, does it look great, and it is a fantastic alt. In that regard, I think it's really cool. I also think there's some things that make me question it. Okay, I'm a little bit mixed on it too, but let's start with the design awards. I yes. love it when we drive cars that have won design awards. Mm. The readers of Automotor und Sport in Europe have designated this as the best new design in the brand newly created compact SUV category. I agree with all So it, it won it looks great. a design it looks award. Phenomenal. It looks great. The green paint really helps. The green is very striking, but this is really good looking and it does stand out with the Scudetto shield up front. That's what makes the difference. In the styling, if you do look at the Dodge Hornet, it looks kind of plain, but many of the body panels are the same. What is the difference yes. here? What is very alpha tasty? The Dodge has a big in intake on the hood. Well, Ooh. yeah, the hood is different, but still this shield really makes this work. Of it course, does. the three plus three, the, the LED taillight and headlights front and rear, it's very striking. Looks really good. So that makes you want to drive it, of course. That makes you want to, what, it, what can this thing do? So as soon as you discover that this has a 1.3 liter mm -hmm. inline four, mm -hmm. making 180 horsepower, you think, yes. Hey, that can't this, be good news. Is this a driver's car? Like, we started out kind of not so great. I'm going to go into dynamic But mode. then it does have an electric motor in the rear. Mm -hmm. So you've got the gas engine up front, the little tiny engine, and an electric motor back here. And that makes it the E all-wheel drive. Yes. So it's a about a 90 kilowatt uh, motor. And it does make this a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. The plug's on the left, the gas door's on the right. And it takes about two and a half hours to charge this thing up. So you can go 30 miles yep. just by EV Which is a lot of people's life. You can use it only yep. as an electric car a lot. But because it's a plug-in hybrid, you can use it as a normal car when you get beyond that 30. But it is, to, to the point you've just made, here I'm in dynamic mode now, which is give me all of the power from the rear. Again, the rear axle is just electric. The front axle is just gas. <laughs> they aren't connected at all. No. They are connected only by programming and electronics. And that is the most interesting and baffling thing about Whoa. this vehicle because there's a good amount of oh, body geez. roll. But 
even in dynamic mode. When you come out of a corner and you give it gas out of a corner, you have all the dynamics of a front wheel drive and all the dynamics of a rear wheel drive. Don't they seem to be fighting each they other? They feel like they fight each yeah, other. And I they agree. feel like they, they communicate with a bit of a lag. Yeah. I honestly feel like there is a really good drivetrain hidden in this somewhere, but somewhere in the programming, I feel like one of the two halves has to wake up at all times. That's just it. You're feeling two different halves of a car fighting each other at all times, especially in dynamic mode. That's when it becomes very magnified. Yes. And the front they're, the front and back halves are fighting each other. In EV mode only, well, of course, it's only a rear-wheel drive, rear drive car. It's a rear-wheel drive car. So it suddenly has that And you're that not dynamic. going that fast. It feels fine. And the gas motor, I'm sure you've noticed, wants to charge the battery at all times. Yes, So it of does course. give you the e-all-wheel drive capability. So there's also that disconnect when the, the motor's revving hard and you're going 20. What's going on? This this is strange. Strange feeling, strange sound. Yeah, the, the most baffling part is the fact that if you do that thing that you do in dynamic driving, which is you brake before the corner and you accelerate out, so you still have some wheel turned in mm -hmm. and you give it power, it struggles. It doesn't know what to do. It struggles yeah. to figure out how to it's be properly, strange. dynamically all-wheel drive. Now, yeah. we have yeah. lauded the Alpha Julia many, many times. We love it in every tram. I am a massive fan. This has the wheel and the big moose antler uh, pals here yes. from that Alpha, and it connects to that, and I like that. The Stelvio actually has a lot of body roll. So does this. I'm not going to slide it for that, but that, that front and back halves of the car not feeling like they are dynamically connected is my biggest struggle with this because I want it to feel like it's properly dynamic. I want it to feel like it will handle well, and that all-wheel drive system just struggles to be coherent. Mm -hmm. It doesn't struggle to work. I want to, I want to be clear with that. You can feel yeah. that it's all working, and it clearly is an all-wheel drive. It just struggles with coherence. Like everybody working at a team at the exact same millisecond isn't really happening. <laughs> Not even close. You come out of a corner, and the car doesn't know what to do because you think, ah, front-wheel drive dynamics with stiff suspension. I know what to do here except the rear motor is fighting you then at, it kicks at all in. times. <laughs> yes. So it's real hard to drive this car smoothly. Now let me argue the counterpoint, and that is if you buy this for a good-looking, commuting SUV, you may never encounter what we just talked about. We purposely Fair. took a road with switchbacks and a hill because that reveals what we're talking about. If you're commuting on a freeway in a straight line, you may never once discover what we've just said. But it is there, mm -hmm. and, and I feel like, I also really think that if you drove this as just as a rear-wheel drive electric all the time, you're not going that fast, you're just driving in electric mode, mm -hmm. you're never going to think about the dynamics. This is not what this is for first, but it's that Alfa Romeo badge that makes me go, shouldn't this drive great? It should. Well, this is the first vehicle, apparently, in the industry, Alfa is claiming that has an NFT as part of its inherent... Oh, good. Overarching strategy. Mm. And it's an NFT that will generate a digital certificate that records upon the consumers opting in certain elements about the, the data coming from the car. Really? It didn't really tell you what oh, data no. that it's recording. Specifically, it does talk about maintenance so that in the future, when you buy used, the customer can feel good about all the maintenance records uh, being in place and you, you know you're getting a good car, but of course, everything about the car. We can just assume everything. All yeah. the driving dynamics, the top speed, the highest top speed ever recorded. Probably. Everything is going to be part of that digital certificate. Probably, so you can yeah. see yeah, yeah. how was this driven. And therefore, 
maybe artificially keeping the values high by using an NFT mm. as part of the inherent it's your part it's your of the vehicle digital maintenance records which honestly I would say this it's That's awesome cool. for buyer 2 it's not that great for buyer 1 <laughs> honestly buyer 1 you're kind of like ooh that got recorded <laughs> didn't it that's not good oh yes. I just lost value <laughs> which alright but that's part of Alpha's innovation and you want tech and innovation and great style Speaking of style, look around this car. Mm -hmm. Very feminine, mm -hmm. very sexy, beautiful form language. Very draped over everything. But that's with the Dodge Hornet too. That's the same kind of sheet metal. It actually, yeah, the Hornet is good looking as well, except, except for, for the having front. the more like it has the more like aggressive, muscly front end. It does. The this front has the more sleek run in front end, but otherwise they are the same. They're the same. But you'll notice that very sharp feature line running down the shoulder and then it washes out into a very beautiful form language back there. I really appreciate what they're doing, but I do think the Alpha design language on the front works better for this than the mm, Hornet. I agree with that. The proportions are good. This mm -hmm. is a smallish, mm -hmm. compact SUV. The interior is not featureless, uh, but it's not plain either. It does have some good style to it. Start-stop button on the steering wheel, you get the giant Alpha logo, it, and you'll yeah. notice because this is a PHEV, the grass snake that is the the, the mascot, we'll say. <laughs> Part of the Milan, Alpha logo forever, yeah. It's got the electric socket instead of the snake's head. Mm -hmm. So little tiny details yep. around the car there. Yep. And I like that the screen isn't huge and it is easy to use. Of it's, course, it's actually a great though. screen. It, it's the Uconnect underneath, right which is size. the Stellantis Dodge thing. It actually is, everything is a little bit smaller. I feel like all the screens are getting bigger and bigger and, the, and all the, the icons are getting further and further apart. This feels a little more compact, a little closer to phone size, but it's all very precise. Mm -hmm. It's very readable. It's extremely sharp, visually very sharp. Yeah, it is good. So it can be smaller. It's like when you get a better computer monitor and suddenly everything on your screen is smaller, yeah. but you can still really read it because it's super sharp. That's what this feels like. Yep. I like that a lot. I love the HVAC system. What's interesting is, I think this is a great interior. I really do. I think it's a great interior. I think it's great. simple. It doesn't feel up to the price of 60 grand, hmm. but it is very nice. And then I look at pictures of the Dodge Hornet interior and I realize it really is the exact same. Pretty much. I mean, the, the binnacle down here, there's a slight different uh, tooling. And because the DNA thing is part of the alpha experience but it, here. But your drive mode knob different. is in the same place. It's, it's pretty much place. just let's put a different yeah. knob on it, which makes sense. I mean, this is, this is badge engineering, which has existed forever in cars. Mm -hmm. I actually think this is one that's done well. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. ever really break away and become a completely unique product if you're aware of both of them. So yeah, the interior is good. The backseat space is not really made for you or I. I mean, it's a trip to but dinner. But it's okay. But, but this is, but this is technically right. the compact market, yeah. which yeah. some of those actually are unusable backseats. This is still usable. True. It's True. just not roomy. The seats are decent. They're mm -hmm. not the best seats ever, but they don't grip you like a performance car. They like don't. when you put it in dynamic mode and it really stiffens up the suspension, which is good. It doesn't really hold you like the, I'm expecting. The seats, seats don't to, live like up to that. I see that. Seats. Yeah, they're they're kind of a compromise, and I want less compromise in the Alpha because the Dodge exists. If the Dodge mm. didn't exist, yes, Alpha could get away with this. But if you just want a, a lower cost and you still want the same kind of thing, sure, go buy the Dodge with mm. the lesser seats, and you're not trying to get a sporty driving experience out of this. So this becomes the step-up performance-focused model of the two. I see that. Unless yeah, they hopefully. put the Cloverleaf on here and they come out with the Quadrifolio version of this, I, I'm i not sure. We'll see what they do. But The Alfa Romeo Tonale Veloce Quadrifolio. E-all-wheel drive. I, I, yes. 
that that be, that's competing. That's competing for longest. It really is. It's up there. Is yeah, it not? It'd, it'd be good. Yeah, I like the Alpha, but knowing the Hornet exists, it kind of takes away the uh, the specialness. It does a little bit because it just takes the shine off the lily yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, I see don't that. You think? I do see that, especially considering that the Julia feels so very alone in the market. Well, but it does feel just a little bit different, and it's those little things that add up. Knowing about the NFT, knowing about oh, the column-mounted paddles, kind of like an Italian sports car. Yeah. Hmm. Little things, little touches around. Like, okay, I get it. Tech, driving quality that that adds up, but it's not like a standout in any of those categories. I, I would put it to you this way. This is different. It's an alternate choice, but it's not quite special. Even though this is built in Italy. Mm -hmm. It's it's Italian. And you've got you've got here's the thing. Once you hit 60 grand, you are competing with things like the BMW X3 which we like and the Porsche Macan which we like. And this is now, X1 uh, and, and Mercedes uh, uh, CLA or GLA 250 size. Uh, yes, it and is. And yet the price competes against the ones above that. Yes, but I mean you, you would you would cross shop that with a Macan. I mean the back seat space is similar to something like a Macan. The yeah. X3 is kind of maybe a little bit bigger. But those, once you get into the performance metrics, are actual performance vehicles at mm -hmm. a level this isn't. You need to drive this. I really like this. I just, again, I think it's shy of special. It's shy, shy of special, and the interior isn't quite there. For 60 grand, this For isn't quite grand. there. Yeah. I like the aluminum. I like the trim. There's some good choices. I mean, the shift knob should be this uh, ode to sculpture, <laughs> an ode to the, the history of Italy and, and all the beautiful antiquities that are there. This should be a milled sculptural <laughs> knob, and it's just kind of... You, want a, you yeah. want a statue or somebody's bust. I want bust. a statue of... <laughs> a bust of something like, for your shifter. Nero or yes, something. Uh, oh, like. God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right, your turn. All right, we are in dynamic mode. Yes, you are. N is the normal, the natural mode, and then down here the A is the advanced efficiency mode, but our mm -hmm. battery charge level is too low to use that mode. It will tell you to plug the car in if you try to select the advanced efficiency mode. So your choices for the most part, I mean, are you going to plug this in? Only takes two and a half hours to charge it fully, but the good thing is you don't always have to. You just you can kind of leave it alone and just drive and you still get the benefits. But again, you're gonna hear that engine running hard to constantly charge the battery to just give you enough so you can use the electric motor. But if you're plugging right. it in at night, the truth is for most people's normal days, 30 plus miles worth of all electric means, you may only drive yeah. this in electric much of the time. Mm -hmm. which is actually the thing that works well about uh, plug-in hybrids, so that works in that regard. And also, please understand, all these plug-in hybrids, they never drop the battery so low that you don't have all the performance available. Right. They hang on to reserve. You can't drive it in EV mode anymore, but you have okay. enough reserve to get all the power out of it, which in this case is what? It's like 285 horsepower and 347 pounds of torque, which are big numbers. Which are good numbers, until you look up the Dodge Hornet RT stats. Uh-oh, you did that, didn't you? Yeah. Don't do that. You get three more horsepower, and you get 383 pound-feet of torque. A lot more. And you get something called power shot mode, which gives you 30 more horsepower and instant torque that you don't get here. Because so it's the Dodge. Alpha, the Alpha should have that. The it Alpha should. should be the special Maybe one that gets the, the mojo. I don't know. Maybe so. Interesting. But okay. 30 more horsepower over this isn't quadrifolio land. That's fair. It that's should fair. be 150 yeah, horsepower that's fair. more. Good point. Good so that point. means you're going to have to completely re-engineer the drivetrain or just 
drop uh, EV mode altogether, hmm. drop some sort of twin turbo V6 in this thing and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, I like this too. And in dynamic mode, it feels spry. It feels lightweight. It, it does. feels quick despite yep. what, 4,100 pounds? 4,100 pounds. Yeah, yeah, it's not light, but it but it doesn't feel as heavy as the numbers suggest. It does that is not. one of the things about having an electric assist is it always, it, it makes the cars heavier but it also yeah. makes them not carry their weight as badly. I want more information from the wheel, but yeah, you know nothing. what? In terms of all the SUVs we've driven, and I am drawing on memory to say this. Yes. It's better than most. It's better than a lot of them. It's better no, than it a really lot of them. Is, yeah. I mean, we love that steering input, the steering ratio on the Julia. Julia is really fast, yeah. It's like 11 It's like a 12, 11 one. or 12, yeah, it's, it's really quick. This one's 13.6 to one, which is still really quick and really good. In the land of SUVs, that's sharp. But the problem is, you're now fighting this weird drivetrain. Uh -huh. It's two different halves of a car. Yes, it's so weird. And you think, okay, now we're really going, and you're already looking at 6,000 RPM and thinking, where's my power? Where, why aren't we going faster? It's decently quick off the line because you're getting that torque. Yeah. But then halfway through, the engine is done. It's yeah. screaming. It can't do yeah. any more. And you're ready for even more power. And it just isn't there. Well, this one also has the uh, advanced assist package. And it's got lane assist built in. Mm -hmm. And I went digging because I was upset. It's not good. And... You cannot turn off, completely turn off, lane assist. You can only turn it to low. There's three settings, low, medium, and high. You can turn it to low, but there is no off button. And it's still no, aggressive. I fought with this thing. I dug into the menu. It is not there. It is still aggressive, yes, even in low setting, which is the wrong thing. The, mm. the drivers of this, performance drivers, aren't <laughs> the ones that you need to help. You're taking what you think is a good line, and the car is finally settled, and then lane assist kicks in. <laughs> and then you make an adjustment and the car doesn't know what you're doing because gas front, electric rear, and it's nobody's talking to each other. <laughs> They're all talking, it's just there's a delay. It's like That's a the problem. It's like a delayed zoom call. It is like a delayed zoom call, yes. <laughs> You've got screen cheese, somebody's internet has dropped completely, another screen's frozen, you're trying to lead the meeting. Alpha and... Tonale, delayed zoom call. That's where God we're at. Is. That's our title. <laughs> nobody's talking to each other. And then suddenly everything catches up. Yep. The internet comes back, yep. you can all hear each other, and then you're confirming you can all hear each other, and, and here we go. It's it's fine at that point, but the corner ends, and it's not a sports car. Yeah, or, here's or, the thing. It doesn't need to be except for the alpha history and the dynamic mode down here, and that's what makes us want it to have it. If we take away those expectations, that baggage, if you will, to this, it's a really nice alt. It's a really nice alt, and it is the better looking of all Dodge Hornets and, and the Alfa Tonali. And, and in this the world the of five-seat CUVs, it's one of the best-looking ones, period. But the better buy is a Hornet. You want one of these? Mm. Get a Hornet. So if you're shopping for this, or the Hornet, or some other five-seat SUV, you have to go to autotempest.com. You can go there right now. In fact, autotempest.com slash everyday will tell them that we sent you, and you can look for new inventory. You can look for used things. You want to find some used Macan instead of this Tonale. You could do that as well with autotempest.com. If you're ready for your Stelvio, or your Quadrifoglio, or your Julia, or you're looking for a Tonali, any Alpha product, really, you can use autotempest.com slash everyday and get the help you need. Okay, so here we go. That is full throttle. I'm hearing a lot of electrons passing through the system. You can hear the word, the wish, not back, yeah. 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 
Now, in a straight line like that, seems dynamic, seems fun. Zero to 60 in like six. It's not it's, bad. It's not slow. No, but through a corner, that's when things start to come apart. <laughs> And yeah. you know you're fighting the ends of the car. It's yeah. the strangest feeling. And so you'll you'll make a correction, and then the car will be fine. But you shouldn't have to. It doesn't always feel settled through corners. And I wanted to because it's the Alpha. Yeah. I don't know that I'd have the same expectation of a, of a Hornet. Interesting point. If yeah. this did it. Yeah. This needs to be more differentiated from the Hornet, and it, it just isn't. The color, yes, you can't get this green from Dodge. Only Alpha. That's cool. They're built in the same place. I, I have do private paint like cans. Alpha has a different shelf. Italian private paint, paint cans. cans. Yes. I want to like this more than I do. I mean, listen to that. It, aluminum shift yeah. paddles. They're yeah. huge. And I do like that. And it, it makes it special, but not special enough. Yeah. I hear you. Why would you want to buy a Tonali? Um, styling. Styling. It's pretty. Yes. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. You, and, and you don't want to buy the obvious choice. And here's the other thing about it. It's hard in this market segment to find a PHEV. The small five-seat SUV, this is one of the only ones available that comes in a plug-in hybrid. There so you go. So since all of the, this model is only plug-in hybrid, you can do that here with great styling. And if you are a person commuting on normal freeways, you're going to get that 30 miles a day all electric, and you're not going to notice the dynamic problems we're talking about. You're not. Okay, there you go. We just sold it to you. You're looking. You're shopping, mm -hmm. right? this or whatever else there, there's there's so many five-seaters it's horrifying at least this one's very pretty it's very pretty it does stand out 